0: You are listening to the Golden Voice Podcast, and I'm your host, Jarvis Smith. And we are back with another capsule of interviews for season two. It feels good to be back here with you, but if you're new to the Golden Voice Podcast, welcome. And I highly recommend you check out our past interviews during season one with such guests as Slaybells, Uffy, Cam Girl, Saint Panther, and many more. Now I'm going to catch up with you in the outro because I don't want to waste any time because I'm too stoked to kick off the pod with today's special guest. Because today I'm speaking with a guest that entered my life during a very hectic moment of working at Coachella where I was up at 1am grinding away but I needed some music to keep me going for this restless night. And that's when my Apple Music playlist blessed me with today's special guest music, which impacted my mood and my eardrums so damn much, it made me grab my phone and do something I've never done before. And that was make a TikTok video to me two-step into the infectious music. But today's guest is known to do things like that, because when they released their debut single, Good Love 2.0, it caught the attention of press, media, and labels from all over. However, today's guest wouldn't slow down after that single and would follow up with a stellar mixtape called Damn, She's Tamil, featuring an amazing kaleidoscope amalgamation of sound, style, and culture over 10 banging tracks. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's the international Tamil-Swiss superstar and recording artist Priya Ragu. And at the time of this recording, I caught up with Priya to talk about her humble beginnings, her come up in music, rise as an artist, and so much more. So let's go ahead and get this conversation started. Priya, how are you doing?
1: Oh my God, what an intro. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm doing good. I'm uh, right now in Switzerland, and um, I just found a really quiet place outside just for this conversation with you, so... Um, It's been a while since I've done an interview, so let's see what we we're we going to talk about.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm so honored. You got it. I'm, I'm telling you right now, like I fell in love with your music. Delhi. just captured my whole entire just spirit in that moment of like 1 a.m. You, know? <laughs> you know, so it's so amazing to get a chance to speak with you and big shout out to you over there in Switzerland doing your thing right now. But I always like to take my interviews just in the very beginning just to know everyone's origins because everyone has an origin story. So I want to know about yours. Just tell me, you know, if you, if you, if you don't mind sharing, just what was your childhood like? like? Where did you grow up at? Just what are some of your fond memories of of your childhood growing up?
1: Uh, I was born and raised in Switzerland. My parents um, came from Sri Lanka in the early 80s. Um, They flew from the Civil War back then. And uh, my brother was born in Germany. And um, our childhood was pretty, pretty amazing, I would say. My parents, they provided everything for us, whatever was possible, and music was always around us. Like my my father is musically super talented. Um, He didn't like study music, but uh, it was just in his blood somehow. And he used to sing back in the days in open mics in Sri Lanka. And um, so he created a band in Switzerland, and he decided to play at weddings and birthdays. Um, repertoire was mostly like Tamil songs, like uh, cinema songs. And my brother was playing the keys. My father was playing the tabla, which is a Indian percussion. And um, so there were a lot of uncles singing songs. Uh, unfortunately, like he was missing some female singers. So he was like, Priya, why don't you sing? So I was at that time, I was like 10 years old. And I was not into singing at all. And especially Tamil songs, it's so difficult to sing it. and um, But then at the end, I just did it. My parents wrote the lyrics in German because I cannot read Tamil. And, um, and that's how it started. Um, I, I kind of struggled to sing in Tamil on these stages, um, but as soon as I discovered like new soul music or Lauryn Hill's voice, I really, really got into music, and um, and then I started to dig for new songs, new music, um, and new artists, and it just became like my hobby, digging for new music. And it, in school, like the it was really hard to share this, these kind of music because no nobody really was into it. So, um, so it was a, Thing. I was like in my own world at that time, you know?
0: Yeah, you know what? It's so it's so interesting that you bring it up because that was gonna be my next question. What were some of the artists or albums that really inspired you? You touched on a little bit about Lauren, Lauren Hill. Uh I I know you spoke very highly about that um artist and 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 you know, her her, her Miss Education album. I just want to know more about that and, and some other artists that may have inspired you throughout your journey uh as far as like just really getting you that spirit to want to write, perform music even more now in this RB type of style that you've created. For yourself,
1: yeah, it was definitely. I would say Lauryn Hill, but then also Brandy, um, Music Soul Child, uh, India Ree, but then also like um, Indian composers like E.R. Rahman, Ilya Raja. And I guess because we played at those weddings and birthdays, these songs, um, most of the influences you can hear today in our music. Because my brother, he's my producer. And also songwriter, and um, and yeah, I guess with with Lauren Hill, it's it's something magical about her voice, and I don't hear that very often. Um, you know, when when you hear a voice, it just goes right into your soul. I had that only like with Lauren Hill and Donny Hathaway. Um, Yeah, I don't know, because they also have these melancholic vibes, you know? so you can really feel something when they sing.
0: Absolutely, yeah, I agree. It's it's like um, I think about Lauren Hill. I think about Zion. You know, off that off that album. Uh, you know, and it's just like that's the one for me. I was like, you, you, I, you can never not hit, listen to that song. Or and when it comes on the playlist, you're not gonna hit skip on that one. It's just like again connects with your soul so much. And big shout out to your brother as well. Uh, man, he's a phenomenal producer. He had MC background too, if I'm correct, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a rapper and a singer as well, but um, when we started to do music, it was like, it was clear that he's just going to produce for me and I'm going to be the singer, but he's actually his own artist, you know, and um, growing up, he had his own band um, and I was really looking up to him um, and still do, you know, uh, but yeah, he's, he's definitely like one of my inspirations. I would say.
0: You know, during your start of writing and singing and performing music, you tell me that you're working with your brother. Do you remember what those earlier days were like just creating music with your brother and kind of how that process worked out? Like, how did you, you know, maybe, you know, take an in input from from him? How did you kind of continue to form your own identity? What was those earlier stages of writing and performing and just singing for yourself once you start finding your own sound and everything like that?
1: We just actually recently, we just started to work together, which is uh, 2017. And uh, before that, he was just doing his thing, and I was, like, working for an airline um, as a technical purchaser. Um, So music was always, like, um, a hobby thing. I was never really... um, I didn't really believe that I could have, like, a... that I could make a living out of it, you know? Because in Switzerland, it's really, really rare that you see somebody being so successful and especially you have now like there's no artist that made it internationally Um, so it was just like hard to dream big and um, so for the longest time I didn't do anything musically I was just like doing like BBs for local artists or I would go to open mics, jam sessions and, um, and people would always ask me like, hey, when are you like releasing your own music? And I was always like, yeah, um, I'm working on it. And years have been like passing by and I still didn't do anything. And then I stopped going to these events because um, I knew I just had like a bad conscience. I knew it was like a gift that I didn't use, but I was like so insecure about it because you know, English is not my first language. We speak German here. And um, so me thinking, well, I didn't study music. Um, like, how do we even write a song? So there's a lot of questions and questions. And, and time passed by and I didn't do anything. And then 2017 was like the moment where I told myself, um, either I'm going to do this now or I'm just going to regret it for the rest of my life. Because I my job was like, it was a safe income. It was a very comfortable place in my in my life, actually. Uh, so for me to do a step like that was actually very huge and risk everything, you know?
0: So I'm just, just still thinking about those earlier stages, you know, as you were finally getting that confidence to really, you know, go away from the traditional route and kind of go down the road, less travel, which can definitely be scary. But- it's a calling that you're getting you. So, you know, when you start thinking about those earlier singles and songs that you were coming up with and creating, you know, did you ever think that you would come across a song like Good Love 2.0 that would take off the way that it did? Because I did learn an interesting fact about that 2.0, Good Love 2.0 wasn't the original version. There's like a Good Love 1.0, correct?
1: So yeah, we wrote the song because there was a competition in Switzerland and uh, we just wanted to participate. So we wrote the song. And when we wrote the song, we knew there's something special about this song, but we have to kind of work around it. So it took us a long time to make Good Love 2.0, you know? But it's not like we were working daily on it, but we just um, um, occasionally, we were working on this song. And then one day, we felt like, okay, let's rewrite the chorus, let's rewrite the second verse, let's add a bridge, and it became like a completely different song. And once the song was finished, I told myself, if this song doesn't go, then I don't know. (laughs) And it brought me really far, honestly, um, because, yeah, as I said, you know, breaking out of Switzerland, it's, it's a huge thing. And for BBC UK to play my songs, it's just such an honor, you know. Um, and then, yeah, Annie Mack, she played it on BBC Radio 1. After that, a lot of labels came knocking on my door. Um, before that, um, I also released Lighthouse and uh, Leave High. For Lighthouse, I went to Mumbai to shoot the music video. And... Um, And then a friend of mine, he was like, hey, I used to work for VH1 India. If you want, I can just uh, pitch it and maybe they can play it. And I was like, yeah, sure. And VH1 India right away uh, played it on uh, heavy rotation. And then Rolling Stones India wrote about it.
0: That's the one I remember seeing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: And then um, BBC Asian Network Bobby Friction, he discovered me and he started to play my songs, which is Lighthouse and Leave High. He invited me to the studio and then once I released my third single, Good Love, he actually showed it to Annie Mac and then she played it on Radio One and then everything happened. Yeah
0: oh shit yeah see it's it's so awesome to hear that like i I just you know that that song is just i can see why so many people caught on to it so infectious and you know again shout out to your brother right just doing my research learning about um how he suggested that you do like the eight bar rap right you were kind of like i don't know about that and then you're like let's let's you should do it so yeah man you know it's dope though it just sounds so smooth it reminded me of just like you know just like a a perfect transition of all these different genres and it's like the perfect song to kind of be introduced to your sound i feel like that's song really True. embodies your sound and so i can see why so many people grab towards it because it's like whoa this is so amazing and, and thinking about your sound as a whole right i want to talk about damn she's tamil the entire project because that's the thing that i i took away when i was First introduced to your music, you know, during that stressful moment at Coachella, <laughs> uh, where, where, where I was like, man, I feel like I'm really being brought into not only just the identity of this person, but the sound of this person, their culture, everything about just the the way that the artwork was, the way that the music sounds, everything not only fit, but it definitely felt like, no, this is my world, this is who I am, welcome. And uh, so, so for you, creating that, what were you looking to showcase about your talents on that um, mixtape, uh, Damn She's Tamil? I
1: Honestly, when we created these songs, it was we never planned to um, fuse these two worlds together in the music. You know, it just happened really organically. Um, because at the beginning, we were like, "Okay, where, where do we want to go?" Like the first song we created was "Leave High," and there you can hear the '90s vibe. And um, and it was also like a clash because my brother had his own vision musically, and I wanted to um, sound it like it in a particular way. And so it was a lot of back and forth, like like what sound are we gonna create? And, and I was like, for the longest time, I was super stubborn and I was like, no, it has to sound like this. And, and then because I was like resisting so much, at one point I was like, you know what, Jaffna, Just do what you got to do. I'm just going to trust you completely. And as soon as I said that, he just kind of created this own sound, you know. He was like, how about we flip this beat and then bring in tabla in it. And um, I was like, are you sure? Are the radios going to play? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially me, like, chanting as well in songs. Uh, There's no way that radios are going to play these songs But then at the end, we were like, you know what, this is who we are, and we're just going to do it. And I'm really, really thankful that we went with the intuition, you know, and... um kind of created our own thing.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that one. No, it's just like, it's it's so dope, man. It's like, you know, I, I you know, initially, of course, you know, the, the, the initial vibes that I got was like, oh man, this reminds me of like the first feeling I remember listening to MIA, but then like, wait a minute, this is something, you know, a little bit different than that too. You know, it's it just like, it reminded me of the R&B artists I remember growing up listening to on B.T. or The Box, right? Listening to like early Genuine Usher, you know, all, all that stuff like that growing up as a kid in the 90s, watching New York Undercover with the amazing, oh, Opening sequence of like some amazing R&B song from like the Whitehead Brothers or something that, right? You know, like, just super dope RB music that you're being exposed to, so that's what it reminded me too, but then of course, what you're saying with your culture being added to it, everything, it was something so unique, it just was a fresh sound that I never really had a chance to really, you know, I felt like I never heard before, so it, it's so awesome that to see that it's been embraced, that it's, that it's taken off the way that it has, and for you, that was like your debut project, right? Damn She's Tamil, that was like the first, like, this is the, the first, like, I guess you called it a mixtape, but it's like the first outing overall because you didn't have any EPs prior to that that you put out on that scale, did you?
1: No, nothing. No. And even like before I got signed uh, with Warner, we already finished the project. So we, we basically just handed over to them and um, I was happy actually that, that I got the support, you know, to release these songs. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm really, really, really thankful. And also like playing these songs live is just very very magical, um, especially, you know, uh, we had our headline shows in last November. Um, we had a Euro- European tour, and I was just like very curious, like how my audience is going to look like, you know. Um, and it was very very beautiful to see a lot of South Asian people in the front row cheering, you know. Um, especially girls. Um, And um, at one point, it just got like really emotional as well. Um, Having also conversations with them after the gig. Um, I mean, for me growing up, for me, it was MIA when I saw her on TV. It was like, ah, this is so powerful to see somebody on TV who looks looks like me. Um, So anything is possible. But after that, um, I haven't seen anybody, you know and um, and that shouldn't be it should be like, there should be more of us
0: thinking about that this project and how it you know came to be you know the the way that you know that it's been you know received overall i guess what has been the the takeaway for you personally through this journey you know when you think about how you started off you know working at that regular day job to where you are releasing this project like what was that thing that you took away from that project as far as like just for you personally like what did that mean to you finally like putting it out there
1: that's a good question I think I'm like really proud of this project because it's also a family project. It's, it's just me and my brother that created it. You know, we wrote it, we produced it, and there was no one else involved in, in this project. So um, I'm, I'm really thankful that I listened to my intuition, that I took the step, even though it was risky. Um, I personally thought it would take a few albums to get recognized or to be played in on the radio or whatever, or to, to break out of Switzerland, but it only took me a few songs, you know? And, um, yeah, I just want to show the world that anything is possible and that age doesn't matter and, 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 and that it's never too late, especially in music.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's just like, it's something that it's, if it's in you you're gonna find a way to get it out because it's just it's it's inevitable, right? And that's the beautiful thing about the creation, the process of of getting music out there and connecting with audiences in the world. And that's the thing I love hearing so much for creatives like yourself. And now, you know, I wanna tell you touch on a little bit, but just the connection with Warner Records UK, that's Amazing. That's huge, right? Especially when you think about the context of how you started to where you to where you are now. So I'm just kind of curious to know, how did that connection develop between you and uh, Warner Records UK? Because that's so awesome.
1: Yeah, because, um, so yeah, and he actually played the song Good Love 2.0 on Radio 1. And then after that, it was a few labels. And uh, at the same time, there was also a management um, team that contacted me, uh, Verdigris Management. and. We instantly connected and we were like, okay, you know what, let's work together. And then they started to organize an accountant, lawyer and all that. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? This is also very serious. Um, Because I never dreamed about this, you know, and especially during lockdown. Um, And then they started to organize these meetings with all the labels. And so I had like, me and Jafna, we had... Like meetings with these labels, we got to know each other, and we just, we were just seeing if we were like vibing, and then one of them was uh, Warner Records, and so we had the call with Joe Kentish, who is now the president of Warner UK, and um, so he was like, hey, you know, we're, we're fans, and we love your music, and I know you're like, you know, um, There are many other labels that are interested, but we will make sure that we can work with each other, you know. And somehow um, he was just like saying this one thing about how you don't chase something. Like you attract it, it will come to you automatically if it's good, you know. And when I heard that, I felt like, okay, I guess this is the right label for me. And uh, and yes, then we we started to work together, and it's been already two years. I cannot believe it. It still feels so new, and um, yeah, and I'm I'm still happy.
0: Amazing, amazing. Yeah, damn. You know what? Th- this th- makes me think. Just one more thing about the album. You, you, this album was pretty much was it pretty much conceptualized during the pandemic? Because that's the it was is that kind of the, the the right outlook I have on this one? Is this like this entire project from like creation to release?
1: Yeah, exactly. Wow, amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we already released a few songs, you know, Lighthouse, Leave High, Forgot About, but then once I got signed, we took them down again, and then we released re-released all the songs again uh, in order to have more reach, and um, yeah, that's what we did.
0: Damn, okay. So now, like just just thinking about the lyrics that you have on there. Once the world reopens up, right on lockdowns, like, okay, now it comes full circle for me. Like, damn, my mind is just blown from my listeners here. I'm blown right now. I'm telling you, Priya, she got the hits right now for real. Priya, you <laughs> talked about this as well. And, and I just want to touch on it some more. You know, again, in support of your latest, you know, music, in support of Damn She's Tamil, in support of Illuminus as well. You know, you've been hitting that road, right? You talked about connecting with people. But overall, you know, as you're connecting with people at these concerts, at these festivals that you're hitting the scene with, you're Band is amazing. You got the awesome Ricky Lee uh, on your band. She's super phenomenal. Oh my goodness, I want to learn how to play guitar just from her. Okay, for real. But just she's insane. As you're yeah. on tour doing your thing, like how has it been being on the road? Like what what is this like for you? Is this everything you dreamed of? Is it like okay, this is a lot. Like how's it been for you overall?
1: Honestly, I thought um, I thought that I'm not a tour person, um, or like like just like playing live, I would just get like really nervous. And so I was thinking like, how am I gonna do this? Um, How am I gonna entertain these people? But then the the tour started and um, we had like a few rehearsals with the band, not too many, you know? And then we started to play these shows. And um, I feel like I'm just like a different person when I'm on stage. I feel like the fear goes away, just disappears. And then we all become one in that room, you know, and um, especially like on headline shows when you see people buying tickets just to come and see you and they know the music and uh, that is so, so beautiful, actually, you know, And, and you can see them singing the songs. We sing it together and it's very unreal, I would say.
0: Yes, yes. I've seen your videos of you performing live, it's captured my whole imagination. So I was like, I gotta actually see it and kind of have it fully realized because yes, your music is just something about it, just the way that it sounds the instrumentation. That's why I was like, your band is so well put together between your brother, yourself, and everyone else. And just like just the way that you bring it to life, the, the variations of, of certain songs, but at the same time, the essence of them still being there. It's so awesome. And then, you know, too, just still thinking about the live performance. You know, you know, when you're when you're going on stage, when you're when you're getting ready to perform perform, you know, you know, what is that thing that you want to communicate through your body movement, through your the way that you deliver your lyrics? Like, what is that thing that you want people to take away? Because, like, you know, certain artists can communicate just from how they're performing, you know, their their songs uh, to certain artists. They can make people feel something. So what is that thing you want people to feel about you when you're performing live?
1: It's not something that I plan or can control, you know. Um, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm on, this, I'm on that stage and I'm, I'm an instrument. So, I feel like everything that comes out of me on stage is godly. And, um, yeah, I, I couldn't really tell you what I would want people to take away from the show. But obviously, if I can move them, like not only from the outside, but also like from within, then it's it's a win win situation.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know what? I'm I'm not a talent buyer here at Golden Voice, but I gotta put the word out. Hey, listen, we need Priya Magu at these Golden Voice festivals. That one festival that happens in the desert every April. You know, we would love to see her out there. Come on now, come on now. That let's,
1: would be amazing.
0: Let's let's. I'm again. I'm just gonna put the word out there and manifest some good energy and some good vibes. All right. Now listen yes. here. <laughs> exactly right. Now listen. We got our last question here, and I just gotta ask. You know, Priya, for yourself. As you continue to evolve as an artist right? What are you most excited to see develop For yourself personally, professionally What is that thing that you're looking forward to in your evolution
1: I feel like vocally I'm also like discovering myself Every day Um, With music it's also like I'm exploring different kinds of sounds Um, You know I was singing but then My my brother was like hey why don't you rap And I was like I'm not a rapper So I just tried that and I'm like Yeah, I'm suddenly, you know, rapping in in my songs. And so I'm just going with the flow, honestly, living in the moment and then um, see, you know, I I don't want to expect things. I just want to, because I'm like really, really thankful and happy with the way it is at the moment.
0: Priya I gotta tell you right now I can go on forever but I know you're a busy woman with so much I just gotta say one last thing listen you did something that captured my whole mind uh you did this cover uh Summer Walker come through with uh Connor Albert yo if y'all ever gonna finish that and just put it out there like on a YouTube (laughs) video what's up I mean I'm just saying that thing was so dope I was like what Priya is just like the vocals the musicality on that I was like yeah "Ah, where's the link at where's the link
1: (laughs) Yeah, we was it, it's only like ten seconds or something. The but, best ten um, seconds of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it was like we did it so quickly. I mean, Connor he's like super, super talented, and uh, he played all the instruments. And once we posted that, um, Summer Walker she reposted it, which was pretty cool. But yeah, we should we should do the full version. Actually, I should hit him up. Actually. <sighs>
0: Fingers crossed, please. That would be so dope. Cause I listen to that, that 10 second snippet just constantly. I'm like amping myself up for this interview, but just in general, it's so dope. So, Priya, again, you, you are so awesome. Thank you so much for the time. Tell your, tell your fam, I mean, everyone on your team, I said, what up? Y'all are so dope. And um, I just hope to see you live one day. And uh, again, just beyond that, you just keep doing your damn thing because you really have something special here. And, and it means a lot to me to get a chance to speak with you. So again, Priya, thank you so much for coming to the Golden Voice Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me, honestly. Thank you.
0: Wow, such a dope interview with Priya. Man, it was really great to speak with her. I really liked the part in her interview where Priya had talked just about how things were never too late to get things started with what you're trying to accomplish and achieve for yourself, which I agree so much. And that that translates to so many things in life, You know, whether it be artistic, personally or professionally in your life, whatever it is, it's never too late and keep pursuing those, those things that really get you to rise and get you motivated to keep going. And then also when she just talked about how creating damn she's tamil you know was just like a family project between her and her brother and how they just conceptualize that entire you know mixtape and just the sound and, and just everything that they did it was so amazing to hear those stories absolutely from priya i mean it's such a gem i mean priya was definitely a, a guest that when i think about going back to what i was talking about in the intro uh when, when i had um I originally thought about this podcast coming back here. I was like, who's going to be that guest? And man, when I heard Priya's music, I was like, I, I got to go. I, I, I got to get this person to come. This is the person I really want to speak to because that music was so infectious. So just to hear those stories about how her and her brother conceptualized the, the, the mixtape and uh, everything else that they're doing with their music, man, is so dope. It's so phenomenal. So it really is an honor to really get a chance to speak with Priya, to hear those stories and learn more about her and just her rise. And speaking of her music, you can check out her music right now on Spotify and Apple Music or wherever you go to listen to music because her music is on there. I really enjoy her mixtape. Damn, she's tambo. My favorite song off that mixtape is Delhi, but there's so many bangers off there. But however, she has so much more new music that she just released this year too. She has two singles. She has Alava, Alava va va i've been practicing okay but she has that amazing single out but then also she has a single illuminous as well complete bangers i'm telling you you cannot go wrong when you listen to priya's music so go ahead go to spotify go to apple go check it out and have a moment of just experiencing this music because it is a whole wave it's a vibe i think there's something there for a little bit of everybody from the people who just want to vibe and chill to the people who want to dance to the people who want to get some introspective it's all there man priya's music so it's really phenomenal so definitely please go check it out out, you will not be disappointed at all and you know it just doesn't stop right there either because man the music videos that she has on YouTube is so amazing I mean just so much good energy and just the visuals that she has for herself I really like the video for a luminous very creative but then also just the music videos that she's done for like chicken lemon rice and good love 2.0 man it's just so awesome but even like the live videos of her performing too you really got to go check her out and go ahead and visit her on YouTube to just experience Priya Raghu and just the visual presentation that she has because it's a whole mood on that one too so again go straight to YouTube just type in Priya Raghu you'll come across all of her videos and so much more and of course too if you want to find out more information about the live experience for Priya Raghu I highly recommend you check out those social media platforms because she'll be posting out information about when she's going to be performing live and where she's going to be at on her social media platforms speaking of social media let me give you the direct info of where to find her at on social media i'm talking about instagram at priya ragu official once again that's at priya ragu official i'm talking about twitter that's priya ragu music once again that's priya ragu music on twitter facebook at prieragu.music music once again for facebook and then of course tiktok i'm talking about prieragu just simple at prieragu on tiktok and i'm telling you check her out on social media because she's posted up amazing content on there too and it's just awesome to kind of keep seeing her grind and rise and do her damn thing as well again i can't say it enough Big shout out to Priya Raghu. Thank you so much. Big shout out to the entire team over there at Warner Music UK. Thank you so much for getting this set up. Big shout out to her entire management team as well. And again, shout out to the band. Shout out to everyone over there just killing it with her and her crew and just making music. It's just truly amazing to see what they're doing over there. So again, thank you so much. And now, as I said, I was going to catch up with y'all towards the end, and here we are right now. And I got to say, man, it feels so good to be back here for season two of the Golden Voice podcast. You know, a lot was happening throughout this you know, time, but of course, you know, I was still plotting and planning and working with the team to make sure that this happened, and we came back and brought another round of interviews, another collection of interviews. So it was really awesome to kick things off, man, again, with this conversation and just kind of keep things rolling here for the Golden Voice podcast. And I got to say, I've been listening, I've been watching and I've been seeing the comments. We are working on getting Gary Tovar to the Golden Voice podcast. I literally was talking with the man not too long ago through a couple of text messages. We're trying to figure out a date. Gary's just a busy man, and, and, and he'll come to the podcast when I know he's ready, when that schedule appears is, is clear, and, and everything like that. But man, we are working. So I know my, my, my people out there who are asking about where's Gary. We need to get Gary. We need to get to story. I want him on here too. We all do. But we, you know, we, it's coming. It's coming. So so bear with me. Hang with me, okay? But with that being said, you know we have so much always happening here at golden voice you know we got so many shows that are still going down for the month of november right here so if you want to find out what's happening for golden voice you got to visit goldenvoice.com once again that's goldenvoice.com okay to find out all the latest information about some of our shows because we got so much happening i can't name them all but you know what if you visit goldenvoice.com you will find them all okay i guarantee you that but if that wasn't good enough you can check us out on social media between twitter facebook and Instagram, TikTok, at Golden Voice, okay? That's at Golden Voice. Go ahead, hit us up, follow us, and we'll be posting about all of our shows, about the things we got going on there too. So please go ahead and tap in with us, okay? And if you're enjoying this podcast so much on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts at, if they have a rating system, if you don't mind, go ahead and just leave a five-star review and a nice little comment expressing what you enjoy about this podcast, because from a visibility standpoint, it helps get the word out there. It helps bring in more people who are looking For more music interview conversation podcasts to add to their library of other podcasts like that, it definitely does that very well for us. So please go ahead and just show us some love on that front because we would love to hear from you too. I definitely would love to hear from you. So go ahead and tap in what you enjoyed about last season interviews, what you enjoyed about this interview, and what you hope to see down the line, okay? And of course, it goes without saying the Golden Voice podcast team, big shout out to them. That's our executive producer, Rhea. That's our marketing team, Carrie. Christina and Lindsay. That's our artwork and creative, which comes from Saish, big shout out to Saish on the artwork, and of course, Press, which is from Shay and Taji. And speaking of press, if you have any press inquiries or anything like that, go ahead and hit us up at press at goldenvoice.com. Once again, that's press at goldenvoice.com for any press inquiries, okay? So man, it feels so good to be doing this again just speaking right now and connecting with you man it feels so good right now so i'm excited to keep this ball rolling and we got another interview coming next week because we will be speaking to the amazing and super awesome talented multi-instrumentalist performer, um, artist, uh, creator, um, uh, actor, all, all sorts of amazing things. We're going to be talking to Edie. Edie is coming to the Gonna Voice podcast on our next episode. And man, I'm just ready to keep things going. So this is just the beginning. I'll be tapping in with you again. And man, once again, I appreciate it so much. If you don't know by now, my name is Jarvis Smith. This is the Gonna Voice podcast, and I'm out.